That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Hello and welcome to the Alien Nation, the Newcomer Podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me today, as always, is my brother, Kenny. Hey guys, today we're going to be discussing episode 12 of season 1, The Red Room. It was originally aired on December 18th, 1989. The director was Chuck Bowman, and the writers are Stephen Long Mitchell and Craig Van Sickle. The Red Room. Yes, it's appropriate for the episode. It was. I, I do agree. This, one, this is a title that actually makes sense with the episode. Again, like we talk about. You yes. Know, there's a few that you have and some that we don't. This one actually does make sense. Right. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, give folks what this episode is about. George and Sykes investigate a series of murders, but are removed from the case when the FBI becomes involved and claims jurisdiction. Project Dart is discussed, and the words have a powerful impact on George, who is haunted by the dim recollections of something horrible. Through hypnosis, he reveals that while in quarantine after the newcomers land on Earth, he and a group of fellow technies were brainwashed by the United States government to be made into perfect killing machines. The programming didn't work on George, who had an ethical imprint they could not penetrate. But one of the machines has decided now to fight back against the people pulling the strings, exterminating them one by one. While all this is going on, Sykes tries to avoid a mandatory psychological examination because he doesn't want to allow anyone to get that close to him, which is actually part of the problem in relating to Kathy. George, on the other hand, looks forward to the exam, though he's disappointed by the resulting conclusions. He's a control freak. Matt, hi. I need a scientist. Come on in. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you busy? Well, I'm a little behind at work. I was just uh, finishing up some genetic typing. Uh, what can I do for you? See, we got this new ramrod commissioner with more college degrees and brains who's ordered this stupid test on everyone to see if we're crazy. Hell, I could have phoned that one in, right? But it's mandatory. See, you know, I've answered a few of them, but I don't want to embarrass myself. I figure you being a scientist, you could give me some idea, you know, what they, they want to hear. Sort of. Psychological evaluation. How fascinating. Fascinating? It's a bunch of bull. Oh, I don't know. This one's interesting. Would you rather A, walk your dog, B, clean your desk, or C, make love? I mean, I've seen how messy your desk is, and you don't own a dog. <sighs> this was a bad idea. Matt, I'm sorry. I'm a biochemist, not a psychologist. There are no right answers. Just be honest. It's a good chance for you to learn about yourself and for others to learn about you. Hey, I do my job. Nothing else should matter. Matt, it's only an evaluation. Yeah, but if they find out you tie your shoelaces wrong, they, they ship you off to another division, you're behind a desk. You're... All right, the stars in this episode, we have Terry Trejas, who plays Kathy Frankel. We have Eric Pierpoint as Detective George Francisco. Ron Fassler as Brian Grazier. Gary Graham as Detective Matthew Sykes. Michelle Scarabelli as Susan Francisco. Lauren Woodland as Emily Francisco. And Sean Six as Buck Francisco. And with our guest cast, Catherine Justice as Dr. Marcy Wright, John P. Connolly as Jeffries, Tom Dugan as Silas Marnar, Patricia Heaton as Samanda Russell, 
Ray Reinhardt as Dr. Chris Petit. And Chuck Bennett as Marcus Beyer. What are all these files doing here? Uh, I'm sort of behind and grazed all over the boom. We're babysitting paperwork today. An order I'm doing my best to ignore. George, what the hell have you done with our data sets? It'd be easier to peek under the Pope's skirt than to pull priors out of your computer files. I coded them. Reorganized them logically, cross-referencing the A and B members with the mainframe data sets. That way I can enter any data set from any file. I'm surprised to see you using the system at all, Matthew. That's quite a departure from your normal behavior pattern. George, you've been regurgitating this psychobabble for three weeks. Put a straitjacket on it. A psychobabble? <laughs> it's fascinating. And very advanced for humans that you have a science devoted exclusively to analyzing what makes you talk. Tick. And psychology is a bunch of frustrated thumbsuckers who think the root of all the problems in the world is that you hate your mother. Oh? You... You hate your mother? No, George, I don't hate my mother. But I'm beginning to hate you the way you screwed up this computer. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. We're done. It's been nice seeing you. Thank you for listening to Alienation, the newcomer podcast. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. Sorry, no. sorry, sorry. Okay. All right. It, well, first, let me present this by saying we totally love the previous episode, episode 11. So any episode compared to the next episode we were going to watch, because we, you know, as we record these, we watch two or three at a time. And so we watched episode 11 first. Recorded the podcast, loved the episode Beyond Belief. Beyond Belief. So 12 really had to... The bar was high. Yeah, and 12 <laughs> really had to, to reach far to, to make us enjoy it. And the bar wasn't even close. I'm not going to say... I, I was going to say, it. it's not my favorite Again, episode. Again, I was going to ask you, is this one of your favorite episodes? No, no it's not. It's Holy not. moly. Yes. You know what, honestly, it's not mine See? either. So I don't love everything. Well, I did enjoy this episode. 10, uh, 11 out of 12. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I enjoyed it second half. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, like halfway through it, Michael turns to me. He's like, what are we going to talk about? This is uh, There's nothing going on. Okay, you know, Sykes is a little bugged out by the psychologist, and someone's going around killing somebody. And Francisco's kind of attentive. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's control it. Freak. That's about all we know from this episode, and that's like half the episode. And then the episode really picks up, and you're like, oh, this is really getting good. Now they're really getting into the mind of everybody. And then it kind of ends on a freeze frame. And then it shuts off. <laughs> and I love – because I knew it was going to end that way because obviously I watched these over and over. I haven't in a while. I looked at Michael's face, and it just kind of dropped, and he was like, that's it? That's it? What? Wait, what? It was just it was getting, getting good. good. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been his favorite if we had 15 more minutes. Okay? 15 more minutes. Uh, I don't know if it would have been my favorite, but it definitely would have <laughs> – been higher than it was. Um, it was just, it's a, it's a very cop procedural. Right. There's a murder going on. We don't know why. And poor George, he gets like He's been through a lot of stuff. Yeah. First, I mean, this, honestly, this reminds me, reminds me of the game. Right. Because George was picked for that as well. And so when he, when they crash landed on Earth, they pulled aside these uh, Tankanese because they knew they were stronger, you know, smarter. smarter yeah. I mean, they're like just the their abilities were better than. Yes. Right. So they pulled them aside and they told everyone else that they were sick. They quarantined they pneumonia, them off. Right. Yeah. So they quarantined them off. And what they did is they trained them to be like super soldiers, assassins. assassins. And there were five of them and they're called Dart. Dart one, Dart two, Dart three, and Dart, so on. Right. And what happened, uh, George is Dart three. No, George is Dart four. Dart four, that's right. Because Silas is Dart is three. Dart three. Yeah, they, it's down to those two because they the other ones the crap rejected. out of the other ones. Yeah, the other ones rejected and went down to just the two because they were just looking for one that they can make an ultimate assassin. And 
the the one of the people who were running it told George or Dart uh, Four to pick up the gun and kill or shoot. I mean, he's hallucinating that it's a person, even though it's just a jug of water. Um, and they say shoot. And George picks and up George the gun. And George picks up the gun. He gets really close. Shakes. And he puts it down puts and doesn't do it. And, and that's when she says that he has some sort of ethical protocol that right. they can over, overrun. You are dark for say it. Dart 4, come over to the target. Dart 4, can you see the target? Yes. Fire. Fire. Dart 4 has an ethical imprint we can't override. They go to Dart 3 and say, shoot. He pulls up the gun two seconds, boom, 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 boom. blows, blows, yeah, I mean, and continues shooting as there's no more bullets. Dark tree, kill him. So they have their assassin. And they put George back. George goes back into the population, yeah. So that's basically the, the story. First half hour. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the story. That's the, it. We're done. <laughs> the guy is. He, I guess he 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 assassinated two people, and for some reason they scrapped the whole project. This is the U.S. government doing this to these poor aliens. Well, they call him the Big Brother, right? Yeah, Big Brother. Tell him Big Brother. Yeah. So they scrapped the whole thing, and then they quarantine uh, poor Silas away for four years. He's never and seen then, again. Yeah, just didn't everyone thinks he's dead because you know they they go to his grave. And well, on a side note, like you were saying earlier. You felt bad because how they were they they stuck them in barrels. Oh the yeah, dead, the is, dead, the yeah, dead tankies and the, from quarantine. The, 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 the all, all of the tankies who died during quarantine were put in like oil barrels and stacked and stacked in warehouses. Yeah, was, I mean at least they put their names on them, but still it was kind pretty, of sad that they shoved them into a barrel. Yeah, that's what maybe you, know. you, you but 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 George also says that they put um, so the the fluid because uh, uh, Matt walks in and says that it smells sweet. And I guess it's like embalming fluid that we would use for humans right. to help them pass on to Celine. These are the remains of those who died in quarantine. You guys packed them in like sardines. Matthew, it is not by choice these brethren were interned in empty oil drums, shoved in like so much garbage. It smells sweet. It's Glahib, preparation solution to aid the departed on the journey to Celine. Which is their, which their is high. their thing. Which is good. At least they allow them to do that. They just didn't stick them in drums and but still it is it was really sad that that you know but I'm sure thousands of them died. And, what do you and do? we do mass graves where they just put, put a bunch of bodies in there one yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean I understand I guess. But, but still, still kind of it was weird. kind of it was different. It was kinda of sad, yeah, that they would treat them. It opens though with um a a, a person a, we don't know if I don't know if it's human or technies, we don't know right off the bat. He breaks into some lab. Yes. Which which ends up being Kathy's lab. Yes. Matt's over at her house and she gets this call saying, Hey, someone broke in and he asks, Well, do you want uh you know, someone to go with you. Yeah, because it's dark and, you know. Yeah, it's dark and slate. And she goes, well, I'm stronger than you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, but I would like the company. Yes. And so that's how it starts off with them going there. The person broke into the lab and took the animals. Yeah. But let, left them yeah. in the building. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Matt doesn't go, this doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, because there's a detective there uh, from another precinct, yeah, which Jeff you find was. out is not really there. I mean, he's not really a detective. He's FBI. And, or you know, CIA. I, or... I wasn't going to go bit by bit with this episode just because I don't remember a lot of it. I mean, I do remember, but it was just not interesting enough to repeat. <laughs> no, you're right. But, <laughs> but yeah, that was... i got to get a little bit of a backstory. That was, yeah, that was, that was definitely part of it. Because I'm going to this point. i got to get to this point. That's all. I, this one, I'm leading up to this one thing for me. Okay, what is this one thing? So and they're, they're at the corner, right? Yeah. And and Matt, it's funny because he says in Tecton, in Darko. The Midnight Boys found him downtown. Cause of death? Somebody emptied a 9mm into his chest. You can play connect the dots, but it's not a pretty picture. And Darko? No ID, no clothes, no nothing. Stripped clean. And I look at my brother and I'm going, what? And he goes, oh, he's, it's like saying, oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. So it's just weird that how Matt started but to. Just show you, yes, it shows you how much he's integrating into that world. Right. I mean, when this first, when this series first started, he wasn't a, well, he was a bigot. He oh, was big time. He was just horrible. Call him slagged. Yeah. I mean, him. he would never end Darko. He would never say he brings Darko. He brings the police guy that meets you in the precinct. Yeah. He brought him. Breakfast or something. Too. I go, what is this? I go, Kenny, that's, that's a Tecton East Breeze. He goes, oh my gosh, it yeah. is. So that's why I just had to say that. No, it, was because, just a, it was just a nice little character development. Right. I, that. I, that's why I wanted to bring that to yeah. you guys, that it was just neat to, instead yeah. of saying, oh my God. And it passes by. So if you really didn't think about it, 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 would, would, it would go by without really any mention because it's just a really quick. Oh, even though George, they do have a shot of George looking at him and kind of smiling like, wow. Right. You know, I'm rubbing off on him. Or at least my family and... You know, I mean, he's his his yeah yeah his it, views, it, his it, ideas, it, it, yeah. just their culture. Yeah, like you said, that was that was definitely a cool a cool moment in that episode. One of the very few cool moments in that episode, right? And that's what I, I had to bring up. So that's why I had to bring a little <laughs> bit of the backstory in. Um, and then you have this. Uh, he's having a psychology evaluation. Yes, the entire precinct is. Yeah, the whole entire to see precinct. how much stress is you know, which it, uh, makes sense to me because being a policeman, I couldn't imagine. The stress alone, in and that Matt job. is procrastinating. Yes. Doesn't well, want to Matt's being out. mad. He doesn't want people to, you know, know more stuff about him. Um, he's kind of like almost sheltered, almost. Oh, he's way. extremely. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there's a question: Would you rather be hanging at a party with your friends or, or at, home? at home by yourself? And he, and he chose at home, home by, by himself. himself. And how we know that is because he left his form in Kathy's apartment. Yeah. Well, see, so he went to Kathy initially. For like Michael said he took, initially went and said, "I need your advice. You're a scientist." What do they want me to say on this? Because I don't want to come off being stupid. Like an idiot, right. And she's like, it's I'm a biochemist. Yeah, I'm, not, and it's all, I'm and a plus, psychologist. The test is like a multiple choice. It's, it's to get to know who you are. There's no right or wrong answers. Right. I'm a biochemist, not a psychologist. There are no right answers. Just be honest. It's a good chance for you to learn about yourself and for others to learn about you. Hey, I do my job. Nothing else should matter. You know, whatever you answer is the way they see you. There is no right or wrong. But he actually leaves it there when he goes to help her at Do her it, lab. Yeah, and she just break in, reads it. Yeah, and eventually. well, and I, I, and you know, I would assume he left it thing. there for her to read it, look at it. That's yes. what I thought too. Because that's why he went there. He wanted her, her his advice. But of when course, went, it's Matt. Matt freaks out and says, <laughs> "Oh, you invaded my privacy. Why don't you just come over and read my mail?" And blah blah blah. And, I love it because what's funny you is... You called it on. I almost yeah, called it. I almost called it. It got similar. Similar. Cause you were going to say men. Yes. When she shuts the door, she kind of just takes a breath like, oh, God. And and I said men. And as soon as I said men, she said humans. humans. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. That it was, was the same cool. sentiment. Right. You know, it was the same like, oh, my God. Oh, you forgot this. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. That shrink at work's been itching to get me on the couch. Boy, she in for a big disappointment, huh? Matt, you're too modest. 
I was a little short of time, but I tried to be thorough. Question number six was quite enlightening, that you'd rather be at home alone than at a party with your friends. That says a lot. You read this? Well, of course, you... What? <laughs> Terrific. Next, you're going to be coming over reading my mail? If you didn't want me to read it, then why did you leave it? I didn't leave it. I forgot it. I thought you wanted me to read it. I wanted your advice, not for you to invade my privacy. Matt, if you're concerned about your privacy being invaded, then I think we should talk about it. Humans. That's what I love about Kathy is that she doesn't let it rattle her. That she didn't so upset just, her. No, at all. She was just like, oh, those humans, they're yeah. crazy. And then we find out what George's evaluation yes. is that he's a control freak. Yes. He's well, what he did is he, he instead answer, of answering he, A, B, C, or D, he, he wrote answers for every a, single one of them why <laughs> each one would be appropriate for him. And he was like, I just want to be thorough and... You must be Detective Francisco. Yes, I am, and I trust you did receive my profile. As a matter of fact, I did. But is there something wrong? I, I answered each question. Well, I'm afraid you over-answered each question. A multiple choice is just that. You gave me an essay on every possible response. Well, I wanted to be thorough, to give you a deeper insight into who I am. Well, I appreciate your enthusiasm, and you've obviously done your homework. I don't want answers from young Freud and Dr. Ruth. I want answers from you you know no yeah he definitely but he is a control freak right and, you know he was all into it until she wound up telling him this and then he's like yeah he's like not a big that. fan of this yeah. yeah so when they're doing these things and they're looking at those bodies yeah george is having flashbacks yes he's well he's seeing faces he's seeing the dead people's faces and then having and flashbacks. he's like i know them. i know them, but it's not it's like subconscious right it's not like he's consciously knowing he's just like I know that person. I know that guy's face from somewhere. Where do right. I know it from? Or he knew the woman's name, her first name, before Matt even said it. And, and it all comes back to Monopoly. We saw, <laughs> yeah, we saw Marvin Gardens. <laughs> no, yeah, that refers to episode 11. So if you listen to that one, you know what that means. The whole family sitting around playing Monopoly, which I thought was, I'm like, oh, look, it's a good tie in. Yep. Last week's last episode. Last week's episode. And, um, and, and we get to see Buck and Emily, who we never see in any Interact for five anymore. seconds. Yeah. So they had a little family. One there. of them lands on Boardwalk and he goes, Oh, that's a red room. And so, uh, yes. so that's where it started. Yes. And she's like, I thought they were called houses. Right. Red houses. <laughs> and he's like, And then that's when he starts thinking, like, Well, maybe I need to, like, really check into it. Yep. So he goes to the psychologist. She says, There's ways we can get. To, yeah. to shield you, have, yeah. you have there's three types, right. three types of um, memory. Once you tell your friends, when you tell yourself, and then and ones are shielded, shielded from your inner self, right? And she's like, "There's ways we can get past the shields," um, which is obviously hypnosis. Yep. And George is adamant he's not going to do it because the slaves used the holy control, gas like a controlling device to control right. them. He's like, "I will never be controlled again." So he says, "No, I won't do it." And then circumstances happen later where. Matt's like the only person who can tell us what's going on is you. Is you? We and and George agrees, and the psychologist is really good. She says, you know, you have one hundred percent control. I won't be able to control you. I'm just getting you to a sort of state where you can remember these things. And they go back in time, and then you see flashbacks of what? as he's talking about it. How dark? Yeah. How, how they, how they dark, became and all, all that. the stuff we talked about earlier. That's where the all people comes to... where they died, who they were. Yes. And to come to find out, it's Silas. Yes. Who's Dart? Dart three. Three. 
is going after everybody that yes. did this to him. Yes, and then the the main guy who was in the the lead, who was in charge boss. of it, was Kathy's boss, who's some doctor with one black glass lens, black, right? Yeah, lens. And he said the guy with the black lens, and of course Matt knows exactly who that is. They go to the office. It's ransacked again. Yep. They realize he's taking. You know, there's gunpowders in the wounds for some. It was a weird thing that the coroner kept saying. There's gunpowders. It's not from the gunshot wounds. It's from being it's dragged. From being dragged. And they realize that, or George realizes, well, the military base where this section these, seven, whatever, yeah, it was where these experiments were happening was a military base with gunpowder, obviously, all over the ground. And so they realize the doctor was taken there, and they go there, and of course he's strung up. And repeating is, what they did to him. Silas is having a great old time. He takes out a round. Yep. All around the guy. Scares him half to death. <laughs> Aim at your target. Fire. Yeah. He shoots all around the guy. He loads scares his clip him. again. And you know he's going to kill him. Kill time. him. Yeah. And then they break in. Yeah, they break in and George very sweetly and kindly talks him down. And Stop it now. Prepare your weapons. Take aim. Fire. Reflexes are excellent. We found the one. Kill him. Police freeze! Silas, no! It's George. From the camp. Look at me. Look at my face. You know me. Shoot him. You are no longer giving the orders in this room. Put the gun down, Silas. George? He ain't doing it, George. He's a killer! It's not his fault. He's not responsible. Who are you? I am Dart 3. This guy's been programmed for four years, George. You think you're gonna just waltz into his mind now? You are Silas Marner. Who are you? George, I am Dart Three. Think about what. Spot for him, Silas. Or spot life gives off flashback. George, I'm not going to let this happen. You. Detective or the Jeffrey comes in. What, we don't know. If he's, we don't know yeah. what he is. He, well, in the he, in the in the description, they call him FBI. But yeah, we don't know. He's he, a government he, agent yeah, of some sort. One of those guys. He comes in and he has, he's an idiot. He has a gun on Matt and George, George and they have, have guns, guns on, on him. him. I'm like, they can take you out in a heartbeat. And he says, I, "I clean up mess. I don't clean up blood." Yes. So he puts away his gun. And he's like, "Yeah, I got to go see my family. Take him to a movie." <laughs> and George goes, "You're not going anywhere." And Matt's yeah. like, "They'll have him out in 20 minutes. Yes. It's not worth." So the guy leaves. They got what they want. They got Silas. He's going to get help. Hopefully, hopefully, and they got the doctor for. 
And then, and then George is like, well, I'm, you know, I'm, he's just, I'm telling you now, I'm going to expose Dart to the newspapers. I'm going to, you know, tell everything. And then what's the guy say? The guy says, know it's going to get published. That's right. <laughs> and it probably won't. Wow. See? Yeah. And I feel bad. The person I feel bad for is a Silas because. Well, yeah. I mean, he, but he did kill two people. He did. But, well, he killed two people prior to that, too. He assassinated right. two people. But that's the from government. the government. But he killed two civilians, technically. He did. But he also, I don't know. That's that's what's great about this, and you know, this, this series is is the gray area. Right. Like with last week's episode, when the poor guy who was on Sardnak, he killed people. Right. But he was under the influence. It's, you're right. It's, it is This nice. guy was brainwashed. And same with the, the Jenny, because she was getting, you know, same thing. Yeah. Because she caused it, but. Yes. But yeah, are they are, are they, they guilty at fault because for it? Because this is something. Well, this one was induced by us, by yes. the American well, yeah, by people. They brainwashed this right. poor that's guy. The, so I, I, you're right. I don't think he's like I said. I think hopefully he get him help. Yes, you know, and then that's what I'm thinking. I don't think he can. You're gonna be, get arrested and go to jail. Yeah, he can't be tried for murder. That doctor will probably be tried for something. I hope. But, but I don't know because he was doing. He was just doing his job. He was the government. government. Right. So I mean, what you know, he wasn't involved. Now he right. wasn't. He's not still doing it. See, it got better, people. It did get better. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. The second half of the of the episode, we were just like, it was really getting to the we're meat of it. it. You're like, oh, this is great. Yep. And then it kind of ended. It ended with um, uh, Matt talking to the psychologist finally because she did one on one sit downs with all of them. And the the main thing was, why can't he go through this door, a figurative door? Right. It's in his head. Uh, and they show everyone partying on the outside, and George doing a little dance. Kind of like my brother dancing. I think we had this reference before. <laughs> Same thing. It yes, was George is doing a little dance. Kathy's waving him in, and he goes to put his hand down there, and he just can't do it. He can't open the door. And then they show him back at the house, uh, his apartment, and <laughs> yeah, this Kathy... this is yeah. Go ahead, tell him because this sucked. Go ahead. <laughs> it gets good. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Kathy walks in. Kathy go, has laundry. She walks into her room, and obviously Door's she, cracked. she doesn't shut the door all the way, and he's getting close to it and you know he wants to go in and talk to her. He has his her. hand close on the door. And, he has his cl- and, and then it flashes back to the, the interview Yep. and the psychologist saying, why can't you open that door? And then it stops. And blank. Dude, and that's it. That's it. Done. <laughs> really? I mean, come it's on. It, it leaves you wanting more. No, it does. You're right. You know, now episode 13, 13. better be continuation of 12. <laughs> you know, like they did the first four. With Buck's story, yeah, the Come Buck's on. only story. Yeah, this is crap. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, it was overall. You know what? And yeah, overall, I'm gonna give it a six and a half. Oh, I was gonna say I give it a seven. Okay, six yeah. and a half. So even even not so good alienation <laughs> get episodes seven. get great numbers <laughs> because it's still great TV and no, it really still is. has great meaning behind it. And there was a lot of stuff that they tried to get into, you know, build into this episode. I just. After episode eleven, I was just so on a high. That's a problem. Yeah, if I didn't see if I didn't see yes. eleven, this would probably have been a seven and a half. Yeah, this would have been more a little enjoyable. higher. Right. Yeah. You know, but like I say, the first half hour honestly was like a two. Yeah. And the last half was like a nine. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it gives you it gives me my yeah. seven. Yeah. Six and a half. It seven. definitely it definitely uh, built as it went. But it, it wasn't. A, really but it think... was an enjoyable episode. Yes, and it really made you think about the psychology of. Matt, really? I mean, it's his psychology, or just well, same with George too. Because... Well, George too, but George is just screwed. But you up always in the head, know. Man. You always knew he was so perfect, clean freak. Yeah, kind of, we knew that. Well, that's not, but that wasn't the main story. No, it, really, it was him being part of Dart, and just it was Matt. Say with Matt, right? Matt's, uh... you know, it's his inner demons. It's trying to figure out who Matt is. Get inside why he that is head, the way he is. I know. I know. Oof. 
But um, so overall, it was an enjoyable episode, but it definitely was not my favorite. I'm not going to praise that it was my favorite because it wasn't. But uh, it was enjoyable. I, would I watch it again? I mean, I'll watch it again when I watch the series again. But I wouldn't just. It wouldn't be on. what? Yeah, like a uh, Chains of Love. Chains of Love. I know we keep going back to that episode, but if you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. Please, I can pop that in right now and watch it again and watch it and again. enjoy it just as much. Yep. If not, maybe more. Yes. Oh yeah, because I'm gonna see more. Of yeah, you're gonna see more. You'll know. Oh, you'll you'll see George touches bridge of his nose. Right. And, you know. But yeah, you'll and I'll you see more of Marvin Gardens. That's it. <laughs> yes. So um, now when we play in Monopoly, I'm going to be like, I'm going to get Marvin Gardens. I'm going to get Marvin Gardens. I want that one. I'm putting hotels on him just for Marvin. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah. So it was enjoyable. En- it was enjoyable. I'll give yeah. it that. Cool. So cool. we agree on that. Yeah. Cool. So it wasn't as bad. Nope. We'll talk more. I, when Michael and I were going to do this podcast where I'm like, I don't got anything to say about this it's episode. About five minutes. Like in our opening, if Ken keeps that there, I go, hey, we'll get it. we're done. Because <laughs> there wasn't really anything left. Uh, but we hope you enjoy it. So yeah, definitely watch it. It's yes. definitely watchable. Yeah, uh, it just wasn't as enjoyable the first half as the second half was. Second half was amazing. Yeah, and then when they, like I said, when they ended it, that kind of just, it, you know, I'm, but, I'm, I mean, I'm sitting on the edge of the chair going, "It's a serial drama." I yes. know, but man, they don't, they know, they, well, they get you in there, and, and then, then they, hey, ah! come back again. Yeah, that's no. it. Okay. <laughs> Somebody get these wood chips away from me. You know how much cellulose the pod needs. Don't want it to fill up with mucus. So eat those wood chips, Mom. Could we please get back to the game? Mmm. Tennessee Avenue. I think with a house, the rent is $60. 70 I only have 30 Give you the rest when I pass go. If you take the garbage out before you go to bed, we'll call it even. Deal. Wait, wait, wait. I'm afraid there's nothing in the rules about paying debts with garbage removal. It says right here. If any player at any time George, is unable... George, what? Taking the garbage out is worth more to me than $40 of play money. But I am the banker. And as such, it is my responsibility to enforce the rules. Don't have a heart's attack on mortgage-reading railroad. All right, for our behind-the-scenes, we have... Nothing. <laughs> I scoured the internet. I scoured the books I have on Alienation. I, I honestly did everything I could to try to find some sort of behind the scenes. And if my brother says there's nothing, then there's probably nothing because he's uh, pretty anal retentive on researching. Extremely. <laughs> and it so bummed me out because, you know, we always like to bring really cool oh, behind yeah, the scenes. Oh, yeah, of course. And I know that our listeners enjoy hearing the cool behind the scenes. But honestly, I couldn't find anything that was even interesting to, to put on behind the scenes. We can make something so, up. No, okay. I don't want to do that. Right. No. <laughs> But so so unfortunately there are no behind the scenes for this episode. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Hey George. Spots hardly look shrunk. How'd it go? She wanted me to try something, but I refused. Matthew, what do you know of hypnosis? <laughs> Watch the drumstick, George. You're I'm getting s- sleepy. I am serious. I saw it in a nightclub once. The great Sebastian. Hypnotized the guy from Cedar Rapids. Every time a bell went off, he was squawking and waddling around like a chicken. Never did get him to lay that egg, though. So he controlled this man's mind. (laughs) On the ship, the holy gas allowed the overseers to control our minds. But unlike your man in the nightclub, there was nothing funny about it. No. I will not let anyone control me again. Well, we had no behind the scenes, but we did find one newcomer name. Unlike last episode, where we had probably... We had uh, like nine or nine ten or of them. Ten. Yeah, every, this think, one we get. Every one. character was a was a, a, a was really cool pop culture character. Yeah. See, 
Episode 11. I'm sorry. I mean, we're on 12. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, okay. 12. Focus. Yeah, sorry, 12. 12. Sorry. Sorry, Kenny. 12. All right. Silas Marner is a title character from the 1861 George Eliot novel, Silas Marner, the Weaver of Revola. There you go. Main character from a book from 1861. Did you read that novel yet? No, I have not read George Eliot. <laughs> Uh, Siler Marner, the Weaver of Revola. I know who George Eliot is, though. That's I do. I do know. Yes, I do know George (laughs) Eliot, and I know who Silas Marler Marler is now, or at least from the series. I do. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's all we got for that on that. uh, The names. That is it. Yes. You're fighting me, George. No one can take control of your mind. You will remain in complete control. Now relax. Feel your breath go in and out. Feel your heart's beating. You are relaxed. Let the tension drain from your body. Let it flow from your spots to the tips of your toes, out and down through the floor. Are you relaxed? I want you to go back, George. Back to quarantine. Back to Camp 7. Go back, George. Go back to when you were sick. We weren't sick. We were made to appear that way to separate us. What do you see, George? The Red Room. All right, you can find Alienation Podcast all over the internet. We have a Facebook page at www.facebook.com dot com slash alienation podcast you also can reach us at twitter at alienation cast yes and you can do my personal twitter at geeky fanboy you can do my personal twitter at master jedi 1975 that's right so uh, drop us a line follow us and say hi to us we also have a website which is alienationpodcast.com you can go there you can find all our show notes uh anything plot descriptions the i mean i put almost everything on there so definitely check it out. So we're not hiding anything. Stop by and leave us a comment. Yes, comments. If you have any thoughts on this episode or you just want to drop us a line. or Yeah, we love getting comments from people. You know, you can reach us at uh, alienationpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and we love getting stuff. So if you guys want to send us we're starting. We're starting to see it. I've, I've seen, uh, I got it. We have a question. We, we definitely have. Yeah, we've been getting uh, comments on our Facebook page. Yep. And we're getting tweets and so it's fun it's fun to see uh, so we're very our listener audience growing so and i'm very happy that you guys are listening because we enjoy doing it i mean we my brother it. really we would do it. we would do it regardless if, if nobody is had, listening yeah i mean even if we had our 10 listeners we would do it but our numbers have been steadily growing uh, every podcast and it's just so good that words getting out there that there is an alienation podcast and the old school fans are finding it and uh really enjoying it so uh but speaking of reviews we uh, on iTunes, you can leave us reviews, and if you leave us a review there, that actually throws us into charts. All right, so I think that's going to do it for season one, episode twelve of the Red Room. Uh, overall, I think we enjoyed it. Yep, 
Not yeah. bad. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Michael. And always remember, I got nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a long night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gentlemen, let's put the guns down. Hmm? <laughs> let's not get ugly. I'm just here for my package. Get me out of here! Sorry, Professor. You're not on my shopping list. You know, we could have used your taming powers for the last six months. Silas here has been a most erratic young man. But, uh, I'm sure that'll be taken care of now. You're not going to get away with this. Get away with what? We will not let you kill your killing machine and pretend nothing happened. No one's going to be killed. I'm simply going to take Dart 3 back where he belongs. No deal. What do you need this for? Why don't we all just walk away? You guys just don't get it, do you? We're just the rats in the maze. Somebody else decides who gets the cheese. You're right, I don't get it. What's it gonna be? Don't look so surprised, Sykes. I get paid to mop up spills. Not blood. Anyway, I, uh, I promised the family I'd take them to the movies. I am afraid that you are going to miss your movie. Forget it, George. But we're going to just let him go. It's not worth our time. We pull him in, Big Brother will have him sprung in 20 minutes. We got what we need. Gentlemen. Jeffries. I want you to give Big Brother a message. You tell him that I will make sure the press finds out about the D.A.R.T. project. Where will they print it? Are you a fan of the award-winning web series The Guild? Then join us for Knights of the Guild podcast, their official fan podcast. But it's not like your typical fan podcast, as the host, Kenny, has been working on The Guild since Season 2 and takes his listeners behind the scenes with exclusive interviews, special guest hosts, little-known behind-the-scenes facts, and so much more. So come on over to iTunes and download Knights of the Guild podcast, or find us online at knightsoftheguild.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Forgotten Flicks. I'm Joel, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Jason. The whole point of the Forgotten Flicks podcast, the idea behind it, was that we wanted to create something, a mouthpiece for fans of movies from the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, the movies that we all grew up with. This was one of the worst movies I have seen in a long... You are full of crap. Are you being serious? I will never, ever see him as anything else but... Uh, Edgar, the cockroach guy from Men in Black. Full Metal Jacket. I love his his playing that Edgar role in Men in Black was hilarious. <laughs> Who do you think you are all of a sudden? I can't believe you hate this movie. Everything is so contrived, painfully. So I'm just going to read through my notes. And whether you remember the movies or you forgot about them or maybe you never even heard of the movies we're talking about, the point is that we're all keeping the memories of the movies we love alive. Find us on iTunes or ForgottenFlix.com. Hi, this is Rick Moyer. And this is Amy Moyer. And we are the hosts of Take Him With You. The weekly podcast where we discuss life at the geeky Moyer's home. And then we talk about our faith and how it relates to the world around us. Very, very positive podcast. And we think you really enjoy it. And I love Star Trek and heavy metal music. And I like... 
Star Trek kind And of heavy metal music. And I hate heavy metal music. <laughs> hate is a strong word. Oh, well, you got to understand, when you're recording... Give in to your hate, Amy. When you're recording and you go over and over those loud, obnoxious riffs, you know, mm-hmm. I do not like the loud guitar. You're talking about the parody songs that I do. Some of them I like. Give in to your hate. You've done some big band songs and some soft songs that I've liked. Yeah, well, anyway. Yeah, I just don't really like the heavy metal. Want to hear more of our banter? You can by listening to our podcast. Where can they find it? You can find it at TakeHimWithYou.com or iTunes. That's right, iTunes. Yes. So you can tune in. and But I do like some sci-fi. Amy, I'm your husband. <laughs> I like Star Trek, and I like like Babylon 5. And Make it so. Some different questions. We're going too long now. Let's You're too long. Go okay. away. You don't know the power of the podcast. Take it with you. That was kind of like Darth Vader. <laughs> Alien Nation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. Hey guys. So. Oh. (laughs) So, okay. (laughs) Project Dart is discussed and briefly, is that right? Briefly? Yeah. Project Dart is discussed. Okay. Project. There you go. Title from a book, a major book. Or there you go. Title has now decided. Now machines has decided. Now T fight back. (laughs) Had decided now to fight back. See, make me look like an idiot, dude. Okay. God, ready.